Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Mitten. Today we are sitting down in the bourbon bunker. Nick's hitting the mic already. We just got started. Have you been drinking before I got here? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it seems like it. I'm all over the place. I almost dropped my glass. You know. So I, I guess it's only fitting that Nick's picks number four is Fourgate. Wow. Wow, we just did that. That's awesome. It is. We just made that a shit. Just made it up. Just just went right with it. Um, it it is actually ironic that that this is the fourth episode. Can I say claim? Can I say claim like that was a great idea on my end? I I is it too late to do that? No, you you can absolutely say that was intentional. (laughs) I don't even know that we realized it, but we can say absolutely that was intentional on Nick's behalf. Uh, Since we're doing Nick picks and. You've you, you've uh, shown us what Blue Run. You've shown us Smoke Wagon. We did a uh, Copper and Kings or yep. no Barstown. Barstown, yep. yep. Which was which had the Copper and Kings bottle in it, and now right. we're going with a uh, Fourgate. Yeah. So so it's all things like usually the people around the uh, community and locally know that I like. So I get a lot of tags and a lot of these posts. Uh, huge Fourgate fan. Big fan of what they're doing. Um, they are not a distillery. Uh, they do. They are a brand, so they do source a lot of theirs. I think they have probably one of the best finishing processes um, across the industry, personally. So uh, great things. So what do you what, what do you think that it that they do that makes them unique from the other finished products that are out there? Uh, I think it's just quality. Uh, I think uh, with Bill and Bob, uh, Bob has huge connections uh, with uh, the cooperage. Um, some of the barrels, brokers and stuff like that. And Bill's palette is just unbelievable. I mean, uh, he owns, I think I can say he owns Modern Thirst. Um, if you haven't checked that out, uh, again, it's a nice blog. There's a lot of local writers that help with that. But I think his palette is uh, just absolutely phenomenal. So having the quality barrels, uh, these are all small batches. Um, I don't think they have Well, they have a single barrel out this year, but as far as all the other batches, it's all small batch, so they really go with quality. So they go, instead of buying, hey, we're going to buy 100 barrels of Heaven Hill or whatever, and you might get two or three, they're spending the extra money to really get, like, hey, we need these barrels at this distillery, whatever distillery that is. And then they're going a step above and really focusing in on the finishing um, process. So like I know for number six, Bob showed me pictures of the cognac casks. And when you get the true cognac cask, you're talking about the big. Yeah. Was it like 75 gallons or 110? Or Yeah. I mean, it, it was big and they had to ship it over. And he said it was so old and everything else like they were actually afraid it was going uh, like they couldn't fit the lid back on so he said there was like gaps where he could stick his arm in oh god yeah so he he thought you know because they had to import it so he thought at one point it's going to dilute the flavor but uh, they do like a primary finish for x amount of time and then they do a secondary finish so what we have lined up today um, are probably my three favorite bourbon four gate so all of these stay Kentucky straight bourbon, which means they were sourced from the state of Kentucky. Right. So so we're going batch one, batch six, and batch 12. So you got basically the Kelvin Collab, which is the first one they ever did. Kelvin Collab two, Kelvin Collab three. Gotcha. So all three of the Kelvin Collabs in order, one, two, and three. And it's batch one, batch six, and batch 12. That is correct. Now uh, these bring in around, what, 120, 125? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Easy. Uh, first one, batch one's 123.4, then it's like 126, and then it went back down to like 123.7. So Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, diving in, it uh, looks like we have batch one. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about batch one while I'm smelling and Yeah, and so, so this is um, finished in sherry casks and then finished second in a secondary cask, rum casks. And I do believe talking with Bill and Bob, they actually imported these, like the good rum casks from like Jamaica. So again, uh, I don't think there's any expense uh, spared in these. It kind of goes with the price point. I mean, each one of these is 179 to 199 per, uh, which stings the pocketbook a little bit. But when you understand like where they're getting the casks and everything associated with it, the hand labeling, um, just the minute details on the bottles, I mean, it really adds up. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and this is a definitely a unique nose. I mean, you said sherry, like, which I'm not getting at all, but I'm definitely getting the rum. Like, I'm getting yeah. some of those, like, molasses, candied sugar. Yeah, um, the, the rum cask really brings it out in this one. Um, and this is actually one of my favorite, and I think that's probably why it is. Um, I don't get much of the sherry, but that rum really sticks out, and I think that's probably with the, the barrel. So do you like aged rum? I do. Okay. And, it, and some people do. I, I, I love aged rum. I also like a, a few spiced rums, but I'm not one of those people that likes white rum or anything like no, that. So. No, I, I get pretty finicky. There's um, no, one of my recent go-tos has been like the Rolling Fork, like the 13 years finished in like bourbon barrels and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Rolling Fork's doing some fantastic stuff. All right, so right away, big pop like molasses, brown sugar up front. You get some of that wood note. A little bit of wood. Um, it's definitely that oak's coming through on that one. This one, uh, I'm getting a nice little Kentucky hug. I mean, it's hanging on in the, the chest. It's not like super like... So I'm not getting that at all. That's weird. But let me go back in. Maybe I'm missing something. Hmm. Let me, let it's, me not like, it's not like the super heartburn. I mean, it's definitely there. I get it. I feel like it's really staying above the collarbone, like way, way above. But everybody's different, right? That's, the, that's one of the things I love about bourbon so much. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, just being able to get together and discuss. Uh, I tell people all the time. But this is sweet. Like, I mean, it's super sweet. Yeah. And for 123 proof, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this does not drink 123 proof. Like, this is like 105 max. I mean, super sweet. Sugar on the front side. You, you kind of get some of that spice. Like, I'm, I'm starting to bring out some of that little spice. Yeah, there's some pepper in the mid palate, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, man, I mean, it's just so sweet up front. Like, And I think that's what it is. I, you know, honestly, on the nose, I get more of that, again, those rum notes. But on that front, I get, I guess, more of those sherry sweet notes. And then, you know, kind of dries out. And then I kind of get some of that spice. So it almost takes you like, hey, Kentucky bourbon, up here's the sherry. And then it finishes you off with that rum. So, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm not picking up much on the sherry. I put a drop of water in here for this last little bit just to see what it does with it. No, I definitely get a lot more of the rum than the sherry. But maybe the sherry just mellowed it out a little bit, and then the yeah. rum just popped. This is a no water for sure. Like, it, it literally just dilutes the flavor. But, man, I'm going to tell you what. This thing, this thing's fire in a, on, on, on the front, man. Like I said, that rum really, really pops. You get that molasses brown sugar, caramel, toffee. I mean, it's just, just sweet. Then you get that nice rye pop in the middle, mid-palate. And then, like I said, I didn't get a whole lot of finish. You're saying you got a nice finish. I mean, but the finish is good. It's just, to me, it was just a little shorter than I was expecting, especially for that 120 proof. Yeah. I mean, I've had some 120s that will give you that hug, and you're just like, okay, wake me up. I said, I'm going to send it super long, but, I, like, I definitely got no. it. I get, I get where you're coming from. It's all good. So the second one you said is... Uh, so this is number six. Um, I think... I think this may have been like a finalist for the Fred Minnick Ascot maybe a year ago. 
for one of the best finished bourbons. I know. I, I want to start wearing a bow tie, and that's it. I'm just going to – like, I'm not going to wear a shirt. I'm just going to wear a bow tie. And that's just a gonna, bow tie? And that's going to be my calling card. That'd be, that'd be sexy. <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling that, man. As long as it's a polka dot it, it, bow tie. It, it, it's not going to be uh, Chippendales. It's going to be Chip and Nick. Chip and Nick. It's got – like I said, it's got to be a, a bow tie with uh, polka dots, man. you gotta bring some, we got to bring some flavor to it. Okay, we, we can make this work. Um, so this is coming in at uh, 126 proof. Uh, so this is their second iteration with the Kelvin collab. Batch six. This one is finished in cognac and rum. So man, first thing I noticed on this thing was the legs. I mean, just it's 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 hanging to the, the glass. Th- this one's definitely a lot more oilier than the first one. Um, I think the color is actually. I mean, they're all pretty close to me. This one seems a little darker, but I mean, it could just be you know. Again, it's a slight nuance. It still has that rich amber color. The nose is unique. Um, I do get a little bit of that cognac on the nose, like like you're talking about there. But I don't know, man. That one's the nose is weird. I'm not a big cognac fan either, so this is going to be a tough one for me, just in general. See, I'm picking up a lot more. Whereas the first one, I got a lot more of those rum notes. I'm getting more of the cognac notes. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, on, on this me, one, yeah, like even the nose, you get cognac that uh, that smoky, like cigar-y type, you know. Yeah, nose and in a little bit, which I like it, and, and I'm not trying to compare them. Like it, it doesn't have the same nose, but like it, when I think of that cognacy type thing, I think of like uh, more of like a cigar batch type Joseph Magnus that yeah. type of thing. This is what I typically think of. Like but. even that um, Starlight, that cigar blend. So to me, that's a totally different monster than most other things. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know why those brazilian embrioras be bring so much weird flavor to that bourbon but i mean that that tastes like you're literally just licking a cigar with bourbon <laughs> i remember trying it i was like i was like okay it's yeah like, i get it it's definitely definitely a different flavor i, I love the starlight those those brazilian embrioras embrionas or whatever are just fantastic this one doesn't drink as hot as the first one, even though it's a higher proof. It doesn't. It doesn't drink as hot, that, but the cognac really comes through on this, yeah. I feel like. like I, I don't get it near know, the rum. I wonder what kind of con- cognac it was. I don't have an answer. All I know is I saw pictures of the giant, like, whatever, cask. Cask, right? Yeah. So it's always one of those weird things. So, like, because I want to know, like, what kind of cognac was it? Because I want to go then go try the cognac and be like, so do I like the cognac by itself or not? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big cognac fan. I actually like a little bit of Armagnac, but I don't necessarily like cognac. Yeah, I do like, um, I do like my Armagnacs, and maybe that's why I kind of like more of the brandies and stuff like that. It's a possibility, you know. That's a, that's what all that yeah. stuff's all about, right? It's all trial and error. Put a couple of drops in this bad boy, see where we come out at, and go from there. Nick's like, I know how I like these, so I'm not adding water. <laughs> but I have to do it for science, right? And that, that's the rule. That is the rule. Bourbon Barrel talking, science, adding water. Yeah, just don't get those Whoa. wrong notes. So adding water to this, like, it turns the nose to fire. Like, it literally, like, it opens up whatever it is in the spice of that and, like, burns your nose. It's like, singes my nose hairs a little bit. It makes it much more alcoholic on the nose with a little bit of water. You know, after I set this down, I, I do think it brings out, smell that glass. Smell that glass after. You almost, now you get like that sweet, like almost like a rum, like like almost like a sweet, I can't put my nose on it now. It's still really alcoholic to me. I, you rinsed yours after yours was gone, so I'm going to try that and see what happens just a hair and see what that finished on that nose is. But Bet- Between the two, if we had to go between the two right now, I think I'm going number one over number two right now i just think the complexity was number one so for me i so i i did a rinse like kind of like what you did 
and it, it's definitely sweeter, but to me, it's almost like a fruit forward rye. Okay. No, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Huh. That's really weird. I don't know. Not hating it for sure. All right. So the, the last one is batch 12. What's, how, how's this one finished? And yeah, so this is uh, one of the newer ones. They actually just came out with 14. So you can, you should be able to still find 12 on the shelves. I doubt you can find number one. Number six, you'll have to get lucky. Uh, but number 12 should be uh, on the shelves. This is finished in uh, PX Sherry casks and then finished in rum casks. So it's kind of going back to the uh, number one, but with a different type of Sherry cask. So it's Sherry PX and then rum. Yep. All right. So the nose initially on this is much more wine forward. So the Sherry really comes through on the nose. I'm getting some of that grape, a little bit of a, more of a acidic type alcohol smell with a little bit of sugar. I'm going to say it's almost like a pear. And I know there's no pears in sherry. <laughs> All right. I'm going to dive in and take a sip. I'm going to let you tell me what you think. Ma'am, I like this. <laughs> it must be really good because you're smacking your lips over there. Yeah, no. Uh, and it, I think this one actually won the Ascot Award this year. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, man, that is so unique, though. Like, it's not sherry. It's not rum. But there's something in the middle there, but like it's reminiscent of both. Like it's just so weird. Yeah. No, e- each one is their own. What's funny is each one's their own. So it's one, two, and three, but each one, like, you know, they finished in these rum casks, but you have like a sherry cognac and then the sherry PX. And it's just like each one has its own thing. So, it, I mean, it's. Yeah. So to me, this is a lot, a lot on the upfront for one. So it's like that your lips, your the tip of your tongue, and then it goes into the mid palate, which is a little bit less. But man, the the fruit really pops in that mid palate. Yeah, like apple, pear, something like that. And then man, the rye, just the, the that finish. Yes, I, I mean it. I mean it has that spice. I can't put my finger on that fruit note though. Like like I get that fruit note in the middle. Yeah, it, it's 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 more like apple or pear or something like that. It could be, I'm telling it's you, it's not fr- stone fruity though. No, no, it's not stone fruit at all. Um, but that uh, mid palate, I could just like I keep looking <laughs> in the inside of like my. My, uh, my cheeks. I mean, it's, I mean, it, yeah, I, I don't, I wish I could pick it out. It's just a very, very, very unique for sure. But that finish, man, whew, nice Kentucky hug. It's all the way down into the collarbone, warm, effervescent. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's got all the, it hits all the spots for sure. Yeah. I like that spice on the back end too. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go for a little bit of water here. I know it's against the rules for Nick because he's decided today he's not going water today. I'm afraid this rye is going to really, really just just jump out of this thing whenever I add this water to it. We're going to see, though. I'm also afraid we're going to lose the mid-palate. We'll see. Man. You're huffing, man. You're huffing it like <laughs> like, like, like a drug addict with a can I, of... I, I, I am. It's just like... Whippets. <laughs> the nose on this, on the empty glass. So, I guess one of those, it's... Oh. So I don't hate this with water. Um, it, of the three, this is the one I would drink with a cube. I could see that. It's uh, it's the second hottest. So it's 123.7. But that being said, I still prefer it neat. Yeah. So I don't know. Going crazy here. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try the, the water swish and see what happens with the glass and everything else here. Yeah. I mean, just smelling the empty glasses, I get a lot more of the sweetness on the first one. But that, that last one just it has a sweet, had that has that wood. So yeah, especially at the end now. Now that I'm smelling it at the end, I'm getting like a, it almost is like that. I call it the Jamaican funk. It's almost like this weird. It's going to sound weird. It's going to sound like it almost smells like a little bit of like a rubber, like a rubber bandaid. 
I, I kind of get that. I'm also kind of like, if you took rum and mixed it with uh, almost like tobacco. Okay. Like if you dipped a cigar in like a, I know, a, a, a I get, rum. I get what you're throwing down. I get what you're throwing down. Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely unique. It's a unique note. It's hard to describe some of these things. Yeah. Especially after the fact. This is definitely a glass I could literally just sit around and sniff. Yeah. I, I mean, I have. I've been doing that for the past five minutes. I know. I'm watching. <laughs> I can hear it too. <laughs> now, uh, we went down to uh, the um, Heaven Hill Bourbon Experience this past week. And uh, uh, again. So I'm but, assuming you got your fancy bottle. I do. It's right behind me. Well, I see it. I, I label. But uh, they have a sensory um, station. Gotcha. So if you haven't been or you haven't done like a sensory kit or a sensory station, um, I highly recommend it. Like I said, it's one of those you can smell kind of what, you know, like what a clove, cedar, um, some of these, you know, what they're supposed to smell like. So uh, for the listeners out there, it's a good little tool. I, I know sensory kits aren't the cheapest, but it's fun. They're definitely not the cheapest. They are a ton of fun. And the main reason why, I, I honestly think it helps train your nose. Like, what are you looking for? What are, yeah. What's that scent? Like, where is it coming from? You know, um, but. I mean, I mean we have, I, I have two tasting wheels here. I haven't busted it out yet. But again, looking through that and kind of matching it up. Because sometimes you just need a little push. No, absolutely. You know, like, oh, it's like, what is that smell? And then you can go to your little kit and you're like, I think that's what it is. And everyone's nose and everyone's palate is different. So, like, uh, when we went down there. Um, we had a, a wonderful uh, debate on like four cents. It was like, I think this is wrong. And the guy's like, well, I smelled it, you know, and it was, it was fun. And we, it's not like we're heated and argue, but it was like one of those like, you know, why? And it, then it brings back memories. And then we talked about like, well, I got this because I remember cloves. Well, cloves, I remember Dijon black cigarettes being a big thing back in the 90s. Right. So I remember walking around you know, on like the mall or whatever, like, or where people could smoke and smelling this very distinct yeah. smell that's, you know, so, so it, then, then we talked and all the know, weirdos with tattoos on their neck that, <laughs> yeah, the jar, the jar and blacks that that's uh, bars and whatever it is, very distinct smell. But, you know, then we started talking about stories and we were there for like 45 minutes and it, it was just fun. So anyway, uh, the, three, three great glasses. The hardest one for me to pick up is when people say, Oh my God, that's blueberry. I've never had a blueberry <laughs> smell before. I, me, me either. Like I, I, like literally, I to this day, I don't think I could tell you what a blueberry smells like. I can tell you what it tastes like, and oh. and maybe that's the difference. Maybe somebody's like, what I taste when I taste a blueberry, that's what I'm smelling. Like, and that's the only thing I can come up with because I, I, I don't know what blue. I mean, even when I smell blueberry jam, because I like blueberry jam or blueberry marmalade things yeah. like that. It to me, it just smells sweet and faint. Like it, there's not a whole lot of pungent flavor to it, or pop to the flavor, or the nose on on a blueberry. So I don't know. So yes, three very unique bottles, very different. Two of them are rum finished, um, with a all different of type of wine. Oh, all of them are rum. Finished? All of them are rum finished. It's just you got the sherry, the cognac, and then the sherry PX. Okay, I, I missed that. I thought it was just strictly cognac. So it was cognac and then rum. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. I didn't pick up the rum at all on the second one. No, I got more of the rum on the first one. I didn't pick up a lot of the rum on the second right. the second two. So I don't I don't know if I'm gonna fall in line with you. I'm gonna go three, one, two. So I'm gonna go the rum PX first, the bat which is batch twelve, batch one, which is rum and is it cab? Or uh, rum rum and sherry. sherry, just regular sherry. And then the my least favorite is the cognac and rum finish. Actually, uh I'm gonna agree with you. That uh that number 12 stood out above the rest. Um, I do like number one, but the number 12 just. Yeah. One, one was a close for me. Like yeah. I could. Uh, I mean, they're all good in their own right. It's, right. You know, but it's it, today 
number 12 to me uh, stood out above the rest. And then I'd go 1-6, and each one of them, again, they, they'd be close, um, but maybe I'm on a, a rum kick. I don't know. I, I kind of just like the those notes on that number one a little more than number six right now. No, I'm 100% with you. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you. I expect you to line it up we need to talk with bill and them and and, and find out what yeah. made them what makes them tick what makes four gate four gate and yeah they live uh, have a great conversation with them bob lives right down the road maybe we can get him in and then uh um, i mean i got i got every expression out there so we can do whatever we want um whether it's split stave and we can talk about this um great people can't speak more highly of it uh often donate the charity um just good stewards so yeah it's like i'll work on getting them on the the show and then uh, we'll get some more for gate. Good deal. Absolutely. If you want to find bourbon barrel talk, you can find us at bourbon barrel talk at gmail.com for an email. Uh, if you want to look us up on social media, we got Facebook, we got Twitter, we have Instagram, Instagram and Facebook are our two most prominent. I do like to tweet, tweet every now and then typically it's at other people, but not really necessarily what we're doing. Um, if you want to ask us any questions, you can Facebook messenger or email us at the bourbon barrel talk at gmail.com account. Uh, website's still under construction, still working on some stuff there. And, uh, if you have any questions, send them in. If you have something you want us to try, review, send that question in, you know, we'll be more than glad to do the best we can to find those bottles, give you a review. So that way you can, I'm going to call it shoplift it before you buy it because we most likely have it. We, we don't condone shoplifting. Though. No, we don't condone shoplifting, but isn't that what the ODJ, no, wait a minute, you're not from this area. So there, there was a radio station here, 99.7 DJX. They used to always say that you could shoplift it before you buy it because it was uh, like tickets or some kind of special I call, sale. I, I call item it like window like w- window buying. There so, you go. Window so like, shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you go to like Best Buy, like hey, that looks nice, and then you like try yeah. it out and like, and I'm going on Amazon for like or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we can give you information about the bourbon you want to try, and and maybe you'll want to try it a little bit harder or a little bit more once you uh, hear our review of it. So uh, this is Scott Nick signing off for Nick. Picks number four, four gate. (laughs) Peace out.